back with another episode. That's pretty of good, what are actually. We even doing Adam Cole back back with yeah yeah back bay bay back bay, bay back with another episode of what are we even doing? I'm Hell your yeah. host Braden Bend, otherwise known as Damian Deschain, otherwise known as God. I never have one of those. I'm just gonna give up on that. Uh, I'm your other host. I have totally fucking ruined something, but that's okay because I'm going to cover it in just a bit. Bold of you to do that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm your other host, Tom, a.k.a. Christian Rose, also known as the last survivor of the journey to the center of the earth. (coughs) That was good. That was good. Thank you. (coughs) Wow, I can't believe you just did that. Yeah, that was an unbelievable (laughs) fuck-up on my point, but you know what? That's going to be okay. And here's why it's going to be okay. Because. What? what, what here's, is, here's why. Because. Okay. Anyway, I guess since the opening bell is forever and always will be ruined, I guess I will go to open my can now. You shut your dirty whore And I'll go mouth. to open my can We're now. We're going to open that bell and, and ring that to... bell. Now. There you go. You now have two freshly opened cans. What are you going to do about that, man? Probably going to drink them. Right. Mm. That's what. Uh, unreal. Unreal. I, I will chastise myself again for blowing that. Uh, I'm just so and that thirsty. that is the first time that's ever happened. What with my casual alcoholism and all. Brayden, how are you? I'm good. 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 Myself as well. Uh, at the time that this episode will be dropping, I will be on my way on my first ever, as an adult, vacation. Hmm. And I cannot tell you how excited I am for this thing that is, as you're hearing this, currently happening. Uh, me and the missus are taking a little trip out to Attica, Indiana. There you go. For a couple of days, staying the nights in some cabins. We've rented some side-by-sides. We're going to go off-roading. It's basically... What I want. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm taking like five days off work. Love it. Uh, just, I'm actually taking my birthday off this year completely. That's, there you go. And you know what's fucked is all I want to do is nothing. All I want to do is wake up in the morning, eat some food, and I just want to binge watch TV and movies and have beer all day. Yeah. I, I, I want to do nothing and feel good about it. There you yes. go. Yes, and I feel I have earned it. Yeah, man. I want to talk about my car troubles here. Mm. So Brady's you car. know some some of this, right? Bit of it, yeah. Show Southern Illinois, Petersburg, Illinois, mm-hmm. Menard County, in fact. Middle of the week, it's a Wednesday. Yep. So, um, I'm. About an hour and a half away from my house. Yeah. 20 minutes outside Bloomington, right? Okay. All of a sudden, <laughs> right? Yeah. My cruise control shuts off. Mm-hmm. My car starts slowing down and then shaking pretty violently. Okay. Not good. The traction control, tire pressure, check engine light, EPC light, and oil light all came on. I'm going to say time. that, well, one, that's troubling, but also the tire pressure light is the most puzzling of all of those, but all I right. I know. 
I was just naming all the lights I saw. No, I know, but that just means... It's just weird. In in theory, not only is your car fucking up, you drove over some, like, spikes at the same time. <laughs> okay, weird. sorry, go on, yeah. It's just so, super weird, right? Yeah. I'm like, maybe I can limp it home, and then I check, I zoom out of my map, and I see yeah. where I'm at, I'm like, there's no fucking way. Sure. So I pull over, I, I call the people, I get it sorted out, yeah. right? Like, we get it towed the whole way. It, yeah. It was expensive, but yeah. it's fine. Why is it, why me? Why me? Have you gotten a diagnosis got, back on this yet? Not or? yet. We're going to have to take it to the dealership and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. So I drove, so, okay, so we towed it, we, we dropped it off at a place, like a body shop, a grocery box in uh, Oglesby. It's mm-hmm. a place that we go to, I don't know, mm-hmm. to see if they could find out what happened. And they couldn't, whatever. So, um, I had to, my grandpa picked me up, like, real early in the morning, and he was like, we're going to limp it back home so you at least have it there, and then we can figure out what we want to do there. I'm like, great. If there wasn't a warning light on the dashboard, you'd have never known that fucking car was fucked up because it drove smooth. Okay. Nothing, nothing wrong. I'm like, what the fuck, That's man? That's only weirder, yeah. That's the, therein lies the rub, man. Right. What is the deal? Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, that's where I'm at. <laughs> so it's just still in the shop? You haven't gotten anything back yet? Well, we're going to take it to the yeah, dealership, dealership at some point. Okay. Wild. At some point relatively soon, but it's kind of like there's a lot happening right now. <laughs> yeah. No, cars are, uh, cars the are fucky. The worst thing in the world. I don't know if I'd say that. I, I, I like cars. Yeah, uh, I do too, but they piss me off, man. Dude, like... So I I came dangerously close to trading mine in recently for basically a newer version of the same car. Yes. And uh yeah, the temptation was there, but then when it came to the finances, I was like, "Oh, so you're going to ask me to basically pay double what I pay a month. I can't no do that." <laughs> Especially for what I would call a slight upgrade. So, just no. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, you got anything else for the undercard? Because I, I have nothing, but I have a lot that I want to discuss about this main event today. I don't know that I do. Do we want to check? Let's see if we have any mail. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. Because we keep promoting this goddamn email account, and then I feel like we only sporadically check it. We asked our one fan from across the pond what a wife beater is called. Don't know that he got back to us. Oh, okay. shit! You're the mail reader. <sighs> Alright. Let's see. Our first one is from Brian R. I believe I know who this gentleman is. He says, Dear Mr. Rose and Mr. Dischain, As a longtime loyal listener of the program, I feel that you gentlemen are not asking yourselves, What are we even doing enough? You've been playing it relatively safe recently with Ruthless Aggression Era to present-day WWE programming. Peak TNA, Chat and Soar, and other avenues for the breaking of the format. I throw down the gauntlet to you gentlemen to broaden your horizons so that you may be screaming at the top of your lungs the age-old question of, what are we even doing? There's a whole world of questionable wrestling out there on the internet, and within Tom's own video library, I challenge you to review a show in the vein of things like 2003 Mid-South, CZW, Wrestling Society X, XBW, 
2000 WCW, New Generation WWF, and a whole host of shoddy late 90s, early 2000s independent wrestling. There may be many lowlights in this endeavor, but there will be some hidden gems concealed within and at least some interesting history. We can make great things, gentlemen. It may come at great cost to your sanity, but the podcast world would greatly benefit. Best regards, the last survivor of the ATF raid on the branch of David and Compound, Brian. Mm. P.S. People don't talk about Reckless Youth enough. Uh, I'm with you. Reckless Youth was fucking awesome and a uh, pioneer. Um, I will say this. In regards to your list of things that we should do, it's n- not that we're opposed to doing these things because we talked even earlier tonight before recording about how, like, some of these trash shows are what make for our best episodes. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just the accessi- the accessibility of them. Yeah. Like, we try to do shit, like, we've done, I think we've only done one, maybe two episodes where it's like, oh, I have this on DVD. I thought it was only one. Ring of Honor one? Yeah. I think that's it. I think that was it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I'm not opposed to covering these things, especially because I know it would cause contention, which is great. Mm. I do want to shy away from 2000 WCW, if for no other reason, out of respect to to our friends over at Y2Kill Me. Out of yes. respect and honor to ring Bucky of and honor. Cole. Out of respect and ring of honor to Bucky and Cole over at Why To Kill Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, the rest of that, yeah, I'm, I'm not against it. Uh, let's see, our next message <laughs> comes to us from... <laughs> God damn it. Indirect violation of everything we just said. Our next message comes to us from one of the hosts of Why To Kill Me. Okay. Bucky Collins, who says, I'm going to need you guys to cover the Nitro from April 10th, 2000. Which is obviously something he's covered on his okay. own show. Uh, which I, okay, it just says, um, in case you don't know, that was the infamous reset where they brought Russo and Bischoff in. I want to hear Braden's love for wrestling slowly wither and die, trying to make sense of that absolute horseshit. P.S., Why to kill me is going great. We need to do that. If we do that, it's got to be a watch along. Yeah, our live reactions would be too good to not catch. One million percent. I'm. I'm absolutely fucking with you. You're fucking with me. No, as in I'm fucking alongside you? Question mark. Um. Oh shit. This next one comes to us from uh, JT Energy, mm. the gutter slutter, mm. if you will, as he's known in other circles. Subject line, hello guys, says, I finally had a chance to write my first letter to this outstanding podcast. Let's mm. talk favorite television debut spots or matches. Okay. Says, seeing Brock Lesnar show up on Raw for me is something I'll never forget. He was so fucking big, he didn't look human. Thoughts. Travis Horn, a.k.a. JT Energy, a.k.a. The Gutter Slutter, sent from his iPhone. Uh, uh, great television debuts. Uh, the Brock one will stand out for me. I, I do remember that clearly, but I don't want to say that because you already said that. Um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of ones that are like, that I remember. Yeah. I don't remember a whole lot of them. Like, that I remember watching live, I mean. Sure. But I don't... I mean, honestly... Were were you watching the Rumble when AJ debuted? No. Really? No. Were you into wrestling at that point, or no? Yeah. 
That's I've been thought. in wrestling yeah, since I was yeah. three. Yeah. Um, if I'm not going to go with the Brock one because that's what uh, Mr. JT Energy here suggested, I will say, as was discussed on this very podcast, um, the debut of Umaga mm. <laughs> with my dear friend sending me a text message that just said, It's fucking Jamal. It, that is me. still one of my favorite stories ever. Like it's all, just so funny to me. All I remember about that debut is Umaga debuted with Estrada, and he beat and bloodied Ric Flair mm. in that text message. But I will say that will stick with me forever. Um, here you go. Uh, past that, great. V debuts. It was kind of wild to see the great Kali show up, even though you could tell like immediately that he sucked. Um, yeah, <laughs> you could tell immediately that he sucked. Yeah, I love that. Just immediately. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's all oh, the fiend. Oh yeah, the no, that, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, the, I that mean that was a pay per view debut, but still, debut, but it's on television. You're watching it was on, on television. It was on I'm your just television. Joking. I'm just that, joking, dude. One of my favorite wrestling memories ever is uh, all of us gathered here at the house for that pay per view. Had a big party here. Yeah, and the the fiends making his entrance, and the collective realization that it was still the same Bray Wyatt music. Yeah, just washing over that whole room like a wave, and it all of us so popping yeah. again, like. And and the match was fucking perfect. Absolutely, what a, God, what, that a, de- what a fantastic de- debut! When they finally, I know we harp on this a lot, but I don't care. They finally got Bray Wyatt right, like the first time, if only for just a brief fleeting moment. But yeah, goddamn, that's what that character should have been. Might almost want to cover that show on here at one point. To go back to because I've yeah. never rewatched it. Yeah, I've and if nothing else, we it. could re, re we could like re talk about the day. Yeah, because that was like a big day here because like me and Make had just bought slash moved into this house a few yeah. months prior. Yeah, and we had all of our friends over. It's the only time my family's been here. Mm-hmm. And then we watched SummerSlam. Everything was fucking awesome. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other like great TV debuts and it's hard because like a lot of them I think I like maybe ironically because they ended up being bad. Like what? I want to say Mordecai but I don't (laughs) remember Mordecai's actual debut. I just remember a pay-per-view he was on where he killed Scotty Tuhati. Which may or may not have been Great American Bash. No, it wasn't. That was was Hardcore Holly. That was Hardcore Holly. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember Scotty Tuhati being massacred by... (laughs) Mordecai and me being like, huh. <laughs> okay, there's something. Um, yeah, that's actually interesting. The debut—that's an important thing, big time. The Shockmaster, you see, dude. <laughs> what? What was that going to be? I don't know. Like if he hadn't fallen down. <laughs> hadn't fallen down. Like, no, for real. Okay, fucking Fred waddled through that wall. Cool. 
Now we have the Shockmaster. What's the Shockmaster? He's this big, fat, fucking, a glittery Stormtrooper helmet. It's so blatantly a Stormtrooper helmet. They're I not love even it. trying. I love it. Imagine if a character debuted on Raw this week and it was the, the ghost face from uh, Scream. Yeah. But it was just blue <laughs> instead of white. Like, you'd be yeah. like, that's a fucking... The Scream mask, it's just painted blue. You know, it's, yeah. the, it's the same Malibu Stacy doll. It's just got a new hat. It's got a new hat. Like, you just be like, oh, it's a blue one. Uh, 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 you got anything else? Because I, 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 I am chomping at the bit to get into this fucking main event. I don't think I do, actually. Good. I'm going to explain, first of all, how why I picked this. Please. So, I went over to Bailey's house. We had a day where we could just hang out. And it was just it was just us hanging out, and we weren't playing with our figures. We did nothing. It was just sure. And we're like, let's watch some wrestling. We don't Absolutely. ever just watch wrestling. Yeah, games. why not? It's great. So, Peacock on PS4s, I've come to to um, to learn is it doesn't work. It just crashes. You mm. open it, and the second you try to load or watch something, it just crashes yeah. on PS4. It does it on mine, and it d- does it on Bailey's all the time. Oof. But his nice TV is downstairs. Yeah. So we're like, well... And then Bailey's like, wait, I have all these DVDs. So I look through the DVDs. I'm like, holy shit, look, all right, let's go. I'm looking yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking, looking at all the cards on all these first mm-hmm. before I'm even looking at the show name, really. The first match on this show, I it was the first thing I saw on the back of this DVD case. And I was like, mm-hmm. we're watching that fucking show. Okay. And the rest of the show ended up being un fucking believable this pay-per-view rules so yeah so bailey and i are going ballistic next next to each other like oh my god this is on this show this is on this show this is so basically um i watched it again very shortly after this with my stepbrother and what so i could take the notes for Mm -hmm. this so this pay-per-view is fresh in my mind i i'm so hyped to talk about this uh, sorry, I'm turning my pages back oh because I just realized I was... So I did Notes on Vengeance, hmm. pause the show, watch the last week's episode of WCW, yeah. then went back to Vengeance. So I thought I had this turned to Vengeance, but it said Vengeance Part 2. Uh-huh. So anyways, now I'm, okay, I'm set, I'm ready, I am good to go. So... Um, um, Yes, this is Vengeance 03. Have we even seen said the name of the Vengeance show Vengeance 03 from Denver, Colorado, which is interesting because I don't recall a whole lot of uh, WWE shows, and especially not pay-per-views happening from there. Uh, this was the first SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. Yes. Post-brand split. And yes. you can tell because, boy howdy, guns blazing on this whole show, guys. Yeah. Like... Hot diggity damn. Uh, so, I, and I talked about on last week's episode, I had the entire 2003 DVD set. Didn't have the box. I wanted that fucking box. Yeah. Um, so, this is something that, like, I have seen a bunch of times, but not for a long time. Yeah. So, my viewing experience of this was very much, like, nostalgia. Where it's like, oh, man, I remember this. And then there's stuff on it where I was like, what? Because I had... Totally forgotten it. Yeah. So yeah, this was just a great viewing experience for me. I saw through this 
pretty quick. But that opener. So I'm looking through these DVDs, mm-hmm. and I see this cover. I'm like, oh, I've seen this this logo on Peacock. Yeah. before like that this exact cover. Oh, it's Taker Taker with pit, like the yeah. Up, yeah. yeah, I've seen that on Peacock before. I turn it over and I see Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit. United States Championship Finals. Yeah. I'm in. I'm Absolutely. Like, I was like, Bailey, we're watching this one. How are you not? I didn't even see what the rest of the card was. Good. So I was still surprised by what, what it was. That's Dude. great. So the opener. So it's Eddie versus Benoit. The finals for this is when they relaunched the, U- the United States Championship. Yep. This was a really fucking fun time because they were very much dedicated to the brand split. So yeah. because... At this point, we'd established that Raw had the World Heavyweight title, the Intercontinental title, and the tag titles. Yeah. SmackDown had the WWE title, and that was it. So, this is the first step in, okay, we're going to make shit equal. We're going to resurrect the United States title. Okay, fun. Pretty solid tournament, I guess, going into this. Although, if you looked at the brackets... You kind of knew <laughs> what was going to fucking be the end result here. Yeah. Um. So we get to Eddie versus uh, Benoit for this belt. Um. I do think it's an odd choice for the U.S. title because Benoit is Canadian, and Eddie, although technically from Texas, is so proud of his heritage that he is, in essence, considered to be a Mexican American. Yes. But. Fair enough. This match, though. <laughs> so good. This is so fucking awesome, dude. It it it. They get a ton of time on this. T- I have I have almost a full page of notes about this match. Um, these two, I think, were perfect opponents for each other. And I'm gonna say this: I think this is the best match they they had. It's the best one I've seen of the two of, like, of them. And it's funny because we've actually covered the worst match that they had big time ages ago on that one ECW show. But like, yeah, this is night and day different. It's 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 the perfect amount to me of like pure professional wrestling, and then we get some wacky sports entertainment shit at the end. It's dude, and it still just all comes together just fucking perfectly. I need let me explain these hijinks with this referee. It, I love it. I love every bit of it. Eddie pushes Benoit into the referee, so yes. the double noggin knocker, right? Yes. So the ref is down. Yes. Eddie grabs a chair or the belt? No, he, it's the belt. It's the belt. It's the belt. The belt. Yeah. It's always the belt. Eddie grabs the belt and goes to hit Benoit with it. And I... Does he... I'm pretty sure he does it, doesn't he? No, no, he, do, he does. Yeah. He hits Benoit, he hits with, Benoit it. with it. Yeah. Goes to pin him, and the ref is still down. Yeah. Yeah. So then it becomes the, hey, wake up. God damn it. Oh, no. Here it is. So, actually, Benoit kicks out of that. I remember he kicks out of that, and then the ref oh, that's, goes back that's to selling. Okay, yeah, yeah. Eddie grabs the belt, hits and the then ref hits with the ref. it. Yeah, that's right. And that's then right. puts it on top of Benoit to frame him. Yes. Eddie lays down. Ref doesn't wake up because he of just got not. hit with a belt. Right, right, so right. So, Eddie right. goes to wake him up, and it's like, oh, shit. Turns around into a cross face. Eddie taps, but the ref doesn't not see it. Yep. And then, so, then... And Benoit goes, goes to the ref. Yeah. And then he's like, God damn it. He slams Eddie, who still has the belt in his hand. Yep. The ref is slightly coming to and trying to grab the belt from yep. Eddie. As 
Ben or er, Benoit's up top yep. goes for the diving headbutt. Eddie pulls the ref in the way. The ref eats the diving headbutt. Yep. And at that point, Taz said, and I quote, Chiodo's getting his ass kicked in this match. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so good. It is so good. And then... More shenanigans. Rhino comes in. Looks yep. like he's going to spear Eddie, but he spears Benoit. Turns on his friend, yep. uh, Frog Splash, yep. which now, Benoit does not protect himself for. Let, let me let me say this, by it. the way. Arguably my favorite thing in this match... So when Rhino does the run-in, and he gets in, both Benoit and Eddie are coming up on the cell. Yeah. Rhino takes off, and it does look like he's going to hit Eddie, but changes the angle, and he gores Benoit. Eddie sells it in such a way where it's like somebody who wanders out into the street and sees a car, and they cover up, and the car swerves, and they're like, oh, shit, I'm I'm okay. yeah. He literally does the, like, covers up turns, sees that Rhino has hit Benoit, and bowed you know, bounce out of the ring and then literally looks in straight into the hard cam and just does the shrug. And then and goes then up, goes up and the does the frog splash. splash which of all I, I love this whole thing so much, but that little bit of a detail of him selling the gore that doesn't yeah, happen. I love and it. just covering up and cowering. And then literally just being like, Ah, you know what? Well, whatever. Like I it's so fantastic. I want to talk about the passage of time here. Yes. Because Vengeance 03. Let's see. What month is this? So I think it's... On. I want to say it's July. I think it's I think somewhere right. in the summer. Because I'm pretty sure we're right. on the, like, the, the 19-year anniversary of it. Yes, it's July of 03. Boom! So, let's think here. This is... 19 years. Just... There's already a sign for Mania 20. Yeah. In nine months. Yeah. Both of the they go from the finals of the United States Championship tournament. Yeah. To Eddie is walking into Mania champion world champion. Yeah. And Benoit wins it at that Mania. Yeah. That's like nine even, months. Even quicker. Nine like, months. Like we've yeah. talked about it on previous episodes. We talked about when we did Mania 19. Yeah. A year. This is three months past that. Yeah. And they're against each other in the finals for this title. And then... The scope of things. It's the the pace that guys would move up and down the card then. But deservedly so. Yeah. Because now it's just, oh, the machine has picked Austin Theory to succeed despite the fact that he genuinely offers nothing. Like... Yeah. I, I hope that stops. I do too. And uh, I wish him ill. Uh, hmm. So then it's Vince and Steph backstage. There's a little segment there. Yes. They talk, they mention um, Linda McMahon is in a state. Yes. Uh, I have a note of it that just says this is so soap opera. Yeah. But like in okay so like we could do a whole episode about Vince, especially in this day and age. Yes. But I am going to say this. In 03, he's so dialed in as just this unbelievably insane megalomaniac. But the whole bit with the flowers. Yeah. Where he's feuding with Stephanie. Says, I got you flowers. She says, they're nice. And he goes, oh, these? 
These aren't for you. These are for Sable. And then hands her what looks like to be a dying bushel of daffodils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievably fantastic. I love how far they were willing to go to make him the ultimate irredeemable dipshit yeah. in this. Like, yeah. Uh, coming up next, though, we got Jamie. By God, Noble versus William Revolver. The build for this is unbelievable. <laughs> Guys, you want to talk about something you can't do anymore? <laughs> I'll pay you $10,000 to sleep with you! The, the, the bit of this match is that it's Bill Gunn, who is with Tori Wilson, against Jamie Noble, who is with Nydia, and mm-hmm. they keep saying is his girlfriend. And if Jamie Noble wins, he gets to bang Tori Wilson. Yeah. And also, she says she'll do a on SmackDown, which is on the network at this time, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> now, having said that, if you're Jamie Noble here, in the sense of this world that we've constructed, yeah, kayfabe, if you will, mm-hmm. you're going to fight until... <laughs> until, <laughs> until you don't have hands anymore because you've beaten them into nubs yeah. on Bill Gunn's serpent-like head. Yeah, you would. Uh, whole, one of my first notes on this, what an insane gimmick. Yeah. That this was it. Also, Jamie Noble be coming to the ring with a box full of dildos. And they show it. They sure the fuck do. By the way, I have a note later, this is the only pay-per-view I can think of that has actual fucking tit on it. Yeah. Not edited. You gotta be you got you gotta be you gotta pay attention. Oh, oh dude. You, you gotta have I that, paid attention. You gotta, you gotta have that pause button paused ready. It. I did. We all yes, did. I uh, did. But and yeah, then just I come worked my meat. Oh no, you could have just Googled the pictures. Uh <laughs> but no, like uh So <laughs> Jamie Noble has his dildo emporium that is now mobile. Um mm-hmm. So there's that. This match happens. Um, I did not like Billy Gunn's music here. I preferred his. I preferred his '90s sitcom theme music. No, dude. No, no. I got it all. <laughs> it's so stupid. No. Oh God. I'm a ass man. What does that mean? I love to love him. I love to kick him. I love to stick them. I love to... I don't know. <laughs> it literally at one point says pick them, by the way. Yeah. Which I'm like, you're picking asses? <laughs> yeah, dude! <laughs> I love it, Michael! <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, I, I dug this match, though. I actually did. Bill Gunn starts this match with the one of the goddamnedest bumps. Or like he gives it to Jamie Noble, but is it that big one and only move thing that he does where he just has Jamie Noble a thousand feet in the air by his neck? Sure, probably. This thing? No. No. Not that one. Okay. It was like a It ended in like a weird power slam, but he Tilt a whirl? Yeah. yeah. Like if you were going to do a tilt a whirl into a backbreaker and then you said, "Nah, fuck it. I'm just going to lay down." Yeah. And, and Jamie Noble was in the air for a hundred years. Yeah. Um, Jamie Noble would go on from this to being Ring of Honor champion. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. He, he went from fighting to get laid to being the best wrestler in the world. What is this? Okay, so this this thing where Bill Gunn catches Noble yes. on this crossbody the outside and, and then, then collapses. And then at his knee. It was a weird thing because I could never tell if that was supposed to be a thing or not. I couldn't either. But I think that it was supposed to be a thing, and they just actually did it very well. So the cutoff... The cutoff is literally just that, like, my knee hurts now. I don't think I like that. I don't know that I do either. I'd rather especially the cutoff not for be this specific that the match. heel did. Yeah, especially here. I would have rather yeah. Jamie Noble do something, rather than yeah. just... Oh, you suck, and I'm so big and awesome. The only way that I'm down is because ah, God, my knee is too strong for its own good. So now, spoiler alert: we yep. might have to watch the SmackDown after this pay per view. Okay, <laughs> because Jamie Noble fucking wins. Oh, that he do, <laughs> that he do. Which means, if I recall correctly, and I can't believe this has never been brought up again, uh. They fuck on the next episode of SmackDown. Yeah. Which is wild that a network show would display yeah. full penetration. And, of especially course, and from, they would. Especially they from, can't they can't lie to us. No, 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 of course not. Especially from Jamie By God Noble and Tori Wilson. Uh Yeah, uh I, I have a huge note on this too, by the way, it just says in wrestling, word is law. Mm. <laughs> like she could have easily just said yeah, I know I said that, but I'm not going to do it because it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And just... You think there was no signage. Yeah, I... No. And you know what? If you want to call me a liar forever, that's fine. I'm not going to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, so... S- s- bad things happen after this. What do you... What do you mean here? Explain. Well... The APA do a promo with Funaki. Mm-hmm. And the Easter Bunny crashes it. Yep. And then we have this APA bar brawl invitational. But I, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't really care for. I love this, dude. What? This is awesome. Ha- what? Is something happening here? What? I- have we switched sides of the room? No, dude, this is awesome. Are you Brayden? Yeah. This doesn't seem possible. This was not good. You, you, Palumbo was in this. I'll give you that. Yeah, I love Chuck Palumbo. We all love Chuck Hardy Palumbo. Hardy was in this. There was so much happening <laughs> all at once. There was points where Sean O'Hare was just standing there. Sean, Sean O'Hare did several things that really tickled me because you could tell he had checked out. Yeah. Big time. And was just talking to people that he liked and laughing. Yeah. Funaki not moving until, in essence, the end of this was funny to me. The bunny being thrown through that mirror looked like it absolutely killed, which was awesome. Brother Love, that's fine. We're good with that? Yeah. Okay. He got his comeuppance. Goddamn. All right. Sorry. I just, I wasn't expecting this. I think he talked for way too long. I truly, really did not like this. I loved this, dude. JBL is in better shape here than he's ever been. He, why was he? Where was this shape nine months from now? I don't know. Not even. No, wait. No, this is 03. Yeah, you're right. About 
July, a year, a year from here, he's Where world this? champion. I don't know. He at one point takes his shirt off, and I'm like, he looks great. Where, where was this before and after this? I don't know. It's like he got in the best shape at his lowest point for this pay per view. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Um, okay. Now, we have to talk about this next backstage segment real quick. Because this is the thing. So we sh- we, we cut to Jamie Noble. Yes. Smelling Tori Wilson's Playboy. This can't happen. <laughs> and at one point, he holds said Playboy in such a fashion that the nudes are then exposed to the camera. Mm-hmm. Therein lies the tit. Yeah. And it's not censored on Peacock. It's not, which is baffling to me. Because, I again, believe. I owned this on DVD and it wasn't even censored on that. Oh, Where I'm wow. like, not one fucking person is going to be like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, yeah. like, you know, I noticed it. I'm assuming you noticed it. I did. The fuck? All right, anyways, um... It, my my only other note it just says Noble is unreal. I love Jamie Noble. Mm-hmm. God damn, he was so good, big time. Um. Okay, now this next match. Yes, I'm sorry. Do you have something else? No, I was gonna. This next match, when it got started, I was like, I remember this being great. And then at the end of it, I was like, This is. 50 times better than I remember it being. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're talking about Ray and Billy Kidman against the world's greatest tag, na- tag team, Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas, sm- uh, SmackDown Tag Titles. Holy fuck. This is so good. This, this Matches like this and performances specifically like this that make me so confused as to why Haas was just gone. Because he's like... Awesome in this match. Yeah. You're telling me they had nothing that he couldn't have made work for even just mid-card. He doesn't have to be a main eventer. Dude, imagine an alternate universe where they were just like, yeah, we're just going to keep you two together as a team. Why not? Also that. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, imagine a world where we could now get world's greatest tag team versus the Usos. Dude. Or the New Day. You know what I mean? Like, if they went down to maybe a Worlds Collide, we get uh, Bob Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus the World's Greatest Tag Team. Well, why not? Shelton's still under contract, so he can't. Well, do they it, were, but, but they were in. They were in uh, ROH for a while, weren't they? Yeah, the World's Greatest. Yeah, team. yeah, they did a handful of matches there. They, dude, they wrestled Claudio and Hero. So that match could have happened somewhere, maybe. Theoretically. I don't know if it ever did, but we could have also gotten Motor City Machine Guns versus World's Greatest Tag Team. Oh, my God. I don't think it ever did, but they were definitely like in the that? same realm at the same time. Could you imagine? That would be uh, amazing. Hey, just throwing it out there, by the way, uh, FTR, they want FTR versus Machine Guns. Yes. I want it more than anything in the world. Um, dude, this, this match, it just fucking rules. At it's one point, the um, pace, the pace. They did a, a tiny tag move that I have since stolen, mm-hmm. and I want to seal more often. Um, one dude just body slams dude under the knee. 
Oh, yeah. The other dude oh, yeah. just down on yep. one knee. Love I it. did it with Dakota uh, at that double yep. shot day. Yep. Love it. Just, it's so simple. But it always gets a reaction. Yeah. Uh, there is some wild stuff in this. Bill, Bill Kidman does that shooter to the floor. He sure does. Yeah. You know what's even more insane that Bill Kidman does? What's that? He gets powerbombed. Yep. And I lost my fucking mind. It's unbelievable. Guys, my next note is... Oh, wait, there it is. Yep. Because then he did the thing. Yep. Um. Yeah, I, I have... What so was the finish? I don't remember what it was, but I haven't noted that it was awesome. Uh, was it the powerbomb clothesline combo? Yes. And it, it was like a really like fast-paced slick, slick to way to get yeah. into it. Yeah. God damn, the world's greatest tag team was so good. Just fantastic. Just great stuff. Ray and Kidman are the perfect, like foils for them here because it's like as I was watching the show I kept thinking like oh yeah this is the first Smackdown exclusive pay-per-view so you gotta establish that brand and it's like this is what our fucking tag matches are like yeah if for whatever reason you've bought this pay-per-view you haven't watched Smackdown in the last who cares how long holy shit man. you're watching Smackdown dude yeah I guarantee it. hard 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 imagine FTR versus the world's greatest tag team give it to me Hook it to my veins. Next, though. Next, though. <laughs> For a shift of gears. So we got Steph versus Sable. Yeah. My first note just says, awkward. Mm. Why? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I also wrote down, aw shit, no count out. And then I think it says, fuck ch... Which is probably short for fuck chimmel. Which will come into play later. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I think do, they play a video package before this yes. match, correct? And yeah. doesn't it not show the, the moment where Steph just rips everything off of Sable? That is correct. Okay. I remember that because my note here says, in quotes, um, ta- or Taz says, and in quotes, great moment. <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. Sable being the uber cougar here, by the way. <laughs> Giga <Fucking>. cougar. <laughs> the mega cougar. Uh, yeah. The, so, like, you have to grade... I, I actually wrote down, you do have to grade this on a curve. Because yeah. I don't think that anybody who's watching Stephanie McMahon versus Sable is like, oh, the technique, yeah, the finesse, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, I didn't hate this. <laughs> I didn't either. I, I didn't actually really this. liked it. It was so wacky. It was perfectly structured. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Dude. A-Train. Just trucks her. Bodies. Just Stephanie McMahon. He, Dude, A-Train runs through Stephanie McMahon the way that like high school players run through a fucking sheet of paper when they're playing football for a big home game. Yeah. Just, just Like the Kool-Aid gone. man going through a fucking wall. Yeah. I wish that we only had seen A-Train run through Stephanie and then just go, Oh yeah! And then <laughs> carry on. I love how he just like leaves. I don't... Mm-hmm. He just, he's done, gone after that. I love the way that Sable sells it. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> All right. And just 
hooks the leg and fuck, you know does whatever. I like that it's not one of these. Oh, it was all part of an elaborate plan that involved me getting my ass beat for eight minutes. Like, so okay, a couple things. First of all, both commentators here, Cole and Taz, are mm-hmm. both a little horny, dude, and they need to dial it back because that's the shit I get on Lawler about. Okay, um, okay. Anyway, uh, another thing. So I'm all for where would you want, where we, what makes you comfortable, all that right. sort of stuff. How the fuck does Sable wear what she wears? There's a centimeter until there's hole. <laughs> a centimeter of fabric Woo! until there's like hole. Woo! Woo! Like it's getting late early, folks. It's just a little bit more risky than I would be. Man, I don't know. I just I don't know how. Maybe I don't, she's I don't know. Cool showing clam. Wow. Maybe she's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Something happens, you all see my folds. Why do you gotta phrase it like that? I need That's to make it so bad. so bad. <laughs> yeah. You succeeded. God. You can't judge me. <laughs> You're just gonna decide that I'm judged? That decision is mine and God's. Uh, no, actually, I actually did very much like that. I thought it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah. There wasn't really a whole... There, at one point, Stephanie Man was just rocking the shit out of Sable. Just killing her on yeah. forearms. Uh, there's a hype video then for Mania 20, which I think is cool because, as you pointed out, it's so far in the future, but that's neat. Yeah. Then, what a, what a fascinating thing, judged through the lens that is time. Mm-hmm. Taker versus John Cena. Yeah. And this is in an era where we all knew Cena was going to lose. And we just wanted to believe that he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... It's weird. Holy fuck, man. Like, imagine going back in time being like, herein lies the future. You know? Like... Yeah. Um, Taker does one, two, and he pulls him up. Love it. John Cena. Absolutely though. love it. That's something that... You'd never see. You'd never you, see that. I, I don't know that you ever saw it again. Somebody pulling John Cena up. I don't... I don't like, know. It's unbelievable. But it's unbelievable through the lens of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved this match. Big time. Huge, huge, huge. I thought it was great storytelling. Like... I, I think that, like, this era, because we're coming out of... we're to, to me, 03 is like you're in that odd middle ground. Like, the attitude era is it's come and gone. Mm-hmm. The ruthless aggression era, in my opinion, is starting, but hasn't quite got going yet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you're in that odd transition phase. I thought the psychology in this was, like, Above and beyond a lot of other shit that was happening in this era. Yeah. Where we had established that Cena's this up-and-coming loudmouth rookie. Taker is the vet. He is the guy. Beats the ever-living shit. The, the first, what, four minutes of this, maybe, are just all Taker. Yeah. Beats the ever-living shit of him. Hits choke slam or something? I don't know. Hits something. Probably. Pulls him up. Continues to beat on him. It then it backfires. There is no definitive in my mind cutoff. 
a very long heat happens. Taker sells his ass off for Cena in this. Yeah, big time. Great stuff down the stretch. It becomes the point where it's like, okay, so like weird thing, but like I will put myself in that position. In 03, you didn't really believe Taker losing. Like, yeah, very few and very far between, right? Like, yeah. if, if you had like a Brock or something, exact Brockle snar, a Brockle snar, you know, like the Rock would have been around earlier in the year, yeah. You know, maybe an angle, Kurt Angle, but like past that, like you really didn't believe Taker losing. But I was like, "Fuck, man!" There were points in this where I actually bought it. Yeah, I I, I loved it. Real good. I loved it. it Taker's sells real well in this. Like I thought for a huge, while, I was like, huge. "Is he legit fucking murked right now?" Jesus. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That's that. My, one of my last notes on just says that's how you build someone. There you go. Like everyone came out of that match looking better than they did going in. You know because like Taker still won, great, but goddamn John Cena almost beat the Undertaker. Yeah. You know like he hung with the Undertaker. It's like, yeah. I wish that like I sometimes AEW gets that right. WWE hasn't gotten that right for fifteen fucking years, maybe more. God damn, I just wish that promotions would understand that you can elevate someone in defeat. Yeah. They don't have to just fucking win. You know? Because then it seems disingenuous. Um, next! Vincent J- Kennedy McMahon versus Zachariah Gowan. This sounds like a, an impossible fever dream. Doesn't it? Now, unbelievable. When I say 03 might be my favorite era of Vince, this video package is the evidence. It's unbelievable. I love how incredible detached from Earth Vince is. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. He's going so far out of his way to be the most evil, despicable, like. It's almost like if you looked at a a cartoonish character, like the Grinch, it's almost like he looked at the Grinch and was like, I can do that better. It's like, like, Vince, that's that's a drawing. (laughs) Drawing. It's a cartoon. What are you talking about? Um, uh, My first note in this just says the ultimate in sympathy versus the ultimate evil. Yeah. I'm. I have one leg. I have fought cancer and won. I have pursued my dream despite my disability, and I have succeeded. I'm here, Vince McMahon. I am a wealthy, rich old man with two legs. <laughs> Fuck you. Go to hell. Like, yeah. It, it's so hard to get worse. Yeah. Holy fuck. Um. The Vince Gow- or I'm sorry, Vince Gowan. <laughs> Imagine that person. Uh, Zach Gowan's theme song, Nobody's Gonna Stand in My Way or Out of My Way, rather, by Seether, was at one point intended for Kurt Angle. Oh, no. It would have been awful. Never. I agree. <laughs> Never, dude. Thank God that did not happen, but yeah. That would have been story. the worst in the world. True facts. Uh... 
It's so weird to, to see Vince catching a dive. There's a lot that's weird in this to see Vince do, but that's one Like, of put them. on a heat? Sure. Seeing Vince catch dive is one that I hadn't even thought of, but you're right. Like, um, imagine. Imagine. Here's how far out I need you to be, Vince. <laughs> I'm gonna do this flip. Like, Oh my god. This match absolutely rules, though. I actually really fucking liked it. Yes. Um, but Vi- I have a note here that says, Vince bumping is wild, because every part of his body is trying to run away from the other parts. Yeah. They're all trying to go outward. <laughs> I, I don't understand how it... I don't understand. I just don't understand. So, the ending of this... Holy shit. So, it gets so, a, li- it gets a wh- little wacky. Yeah. So, first of all, the way they set this up I thought was really fucking dumb. <laughs> because... Go on, and then I'm gonna... I, I may try to retort, but go on. There, there's some sort of argument over the chair with the ref, yes. right? And then the ref gets thrown out of the ring yes. through the thing. And then Vince just slowly kneels down while putting the chair up. And Correct. then gets kicked in the head. So, herein is the deal. It was supposed to be a fluid motion. As in, it's a tug-of-war with the chair between Vince and the ref. And as Vince shoves the ref out, he too falls forward. And as he's selling up onto his knee, and the he uses the chair as if he's like trying to use it like a brace or a cane to get up. Yeah. There's the drop kick. Yeah. Well, for whatever fucking reason, Vince didn't do that. Okay. Yeah. So then he just had to take a knee Fair for enough. what will be called no apparent reason. Um. But then on top of that, <laughs> he positions the chair the wrong way. So that when Zack does the drop kick, the edge of the bottom of the chair just cleaves the top of Vince's head. And Instantly. He, dude. In the ocean. Just shooting ropes of blood. It's Don't un- say shooting ropes. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it, dude, I haven't watched this in ages. And I was like, yeah, I remember this being like really bloody at the end. Yeah. It's... Ten times worse than what I remembered it being. So, now, Vince, what? Now, Tom, why did you tell Vince to book that finish? I said, you know what you need to do? The most deflating thing that can happen. Whatever the most deflating, disappointing finish you've ever seen, you gotta top that. So, basically, Zach Allen caves Vince's head in <laughs> with that fucking edge of the chair, goes up top, goes for a flippy twisty thing and mo- and Vince moves yeah. and then pins him. And here's the thing. If it had just been, gets out of the way and pins him, I don't even think it would bother me that much. But it's gets out of the way, Zach crashes and burns and then it seems like a half a minute goes by before Vince gets over to him. And again, I'm trying to be lenient because I'm like, you're an old man. You're not used to doing this. And you are bleeding 
the most profusely <laughs> out of the top yeah. of your head. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to cut you slack. I'm trying to cut Zach slack because I think he's at this point 20 years old. And is wrestling with Vince McMahon and is probably thinking, well, I just cut his head open to the bone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fired now. The finish to this is bad. Yeah. Everything up to that is, I thought, really fucking good. But like, big, big agree. The finish is bad, but I'm like, it's that thing where it's like you want to cut it slack because of everything that's going on, but at the end of the day, that ain't a good finish. But who knows? For all we know, fucking Vince went over to pin him and just said, Stay down, kid. I'm going to die. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the actual finish was supposed to be. I wonder if it was that and they just... I would. That would be a bold decision. <laughs> yeah. Even for that, at, at that point in the company? Sure. In 03, that's a bold decision. Oh, I agree. Now it's par for the course. Something like that. <laughs> but, My last uh, note on that, by the way, just this weird finish. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero cuts a promo here, and yep. it's fucking awesome. Yep. All My only note just says, Eddie promo. He's the man. So good. Uh, okay, so then, main event time. Triple threat. Uh, it is dubbed over on Peacock, but this was originally set to a song by Stained. I do remember that very clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Triple Threat. Big Show. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Sounds wild, just saying it. Yeah. Match as wild as it happens. Mm-hmm. First note. Fuck Chimmel. <laughs> Why? He literally says... The first person in this match to catch a pinfall. <laughs> Again, he... How how does he not know how this fucking works, man? Like, I don't know. T- he has a job. Yeah. Announce. And he just can't be fucking bothered to do it well or correctly. Fair enough. <laughs> the following contest is a match... Where the winner is the man who doesn't lose. <laughs> as long as you don't lose, you win. Like, <laughs> And if you are the winner, then you get your hand raised and are announced the champion. If you're the loser, go. <laughs> <laughs> go. I love it. I just... Ah, oh, God, I can't stand him. And honestly, this podcast has made me dislike him even more. So now, if we do... And I'm sure that we will. If and when we do more, and he pops up, and just be like, God damn it, you're just going to say some dumb, weird shit in the worst fucking tone ever, aren't you? Just... <sighs> yeah. Ugh. The following contest is scheduled for one fall, and it's a match where... If you win, you're the winner. And if you don't win, you will be the loser. And the winner gets money and pussy. (laughs) The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Although both participants are allowed to fall down several times. (laughs) (laughs) The following contest is scheduled for one fall. And, uh... 
time limit <laughs> that remains to be experienced. <laughs> Just, uh, God damn it. Um, what did you think of this, though? I loved it. Same. Big, big time. Absolutely love it. Loved it. I love that the, the, the WWE for... 20 years has just loved to just throw Big Show into a, into a match, make it a triple threat. Yeah. Because even here, no one believes he's going to win. Where it's the format of, okay, we have two guys, this is the feud. Yes. We have a major pay-per-view coming up. We want these two guys to have that match, that major pay-per-view. Ah, fuck, what are we doing this other pay-per-view before then? Shove Big Show into it. Yeah. Shove him. Mm-hmm. Shove him. Because we're trying to get to SummerSlam, which, by the way, is Angle versus Lesnar one-on-one. But before we get there, we gotta do Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Shove old Big Show. Shove old Paul in there. What a Big Show. Here's my question. Hmm. Why couldn't you just fucking have it be a singles match? Well, because then you'd have to run it back at SummerSlam. No, no, no. I mean, just Brock versus Big Show. Oh, fuck. Have I don't Brock know. clean his clock. Be a good match. Because Angle is medically healthy by about eight minutes at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I really, really fucking like this match. Big I, I actually, yeah, yeah, by the I way, did. I know we just kind of really fucking dogged on him, but I thought the Big <laughs> Show actually worked really hard in this, Big, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, he was really good in this. This this was just real good. Everyone was bleeding at some at, at some oh, yeah. point. Oh like, yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Great commentary. Um, one of my favorite calls on this in commentary actually too was uh, uh, somebody breaks up a pinfall at some point and Taz points out he goes, "If you see one of these guys breaking up a pinfall, it's not because." Kurt likes Brock, or Brock likes Kurt, or either of these guys like Big Show. You're not saving them; you're saving yourself. And I was like, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I love. I like that. There's a sense of urgency in this. Mm-hmm. That they're w- when they do do the the two baby faces beat up the the big heel. It's not just a hey, you and me, let's fist bump, and then body slam this yeah. guy together. They they structure it in a way where it's out of necessity. Yeah, and I I really really fucking enjoyed that big um, time. Yeah, stone simple but very well executed. But like, yeah, I dig it. Oh man, at one point, uh, Taz calls Brock Lesnar a manster. Is <laughs> in a man version of a monster, okay. and I was like, it was a thing where it stuck out to me, but only because I was like, that seems like something that the WWE would have just latched onto. Yeah. And ran with. And I was like, I don't think I remember ever hearing that again. Good. I mean I, I'm I not saying that I'm not like saying it. that it's good. I'm not it's weird. It's I, I think like it's hamster. Yep. And I, I don't think that it's good. I I think that it's bad. Yeah. But what I'm saying is no, I, I can't believe yeah. that that wasn't a thing. Um uh, catch Brock doing a running power bomb to Big Show in this. And Big Show's head bounces <laughs> bad. Badly. Yeah, I just... Just so, really good. You know, when you're talking to Tom or I, you can't go wrong with a triple threat. You really can't. Like, a good triple threat is so good. And this is so good. 
That's... Brock does a backflip out of a, a German suplex. Yeah. As in, like, he gets released German suplex. And it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy shit to see. Wow. It's just, yeah. There's nothing really more to say. No, there's not. And if this is a shorter episode, that's fine. I don't I want to go to bed. Same. Um, this show rules. This show is awesome. Uh, Vengeance 03, hard recommend for me. My hog is up. Five out of five stars. A yeah. plus. Whatever you need. I don't care. T to B. T to B. Top to bottom. I'd argue T to B. The low point for me, I know it's going to be different for yours. For you. The low point of this show for me was honestly Sable and Steph. But that was even graded on a curve. What was did I good. say was the low point? The bar fight. Yeah, I'd put Sable and Steph over the bar fight. Sorry. Um... Yeah, man. No, this 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 was great. This was a good pick. This is a very good pick. I definitely would do more O three. Thanks to Bailey. Yeah, dude. Yeah. O three is such a good year, dude. Uh, thank you all for writing in all that other jazz. Let's shut this bad boy down. So, cause by the time this comes out, I'm on my way for vacation. Hell a vacation. Yeah. A vacation. What are you on about? What are you on about? Uh, follow us at Deschain underscore QD for me. At Wowhead Podcast on Twitter. Email us at Wowheads at gmail.com. Uh, follow the promotions that book us. Don't follow any promotions that don't book us. That, <laughs> that WWE, that AEW shit, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them with a brick. And you know what? I hope it hurts. What are we here doing?